welcome, Mr. Dayton. Commander Dayton. Commander Walls. It's a pleasure to be podcast. here. Yeah, that's uh what day is that show coming back? Dude, I think September. Is that what it was? Under his eye. Yeah, under his eye, Commander. <laughs> we'll have uh uh the lovely TA figure that out. Like, hey, yeah, attack helicopter. What's up, dude? How's Nebraska? <laughs> Nebraska's good. It was very hot here. Uh, let me see. Return yeah. date. When does Under His Eye return? Head Maintenance Tale. Uh, September, <laughs> 14th. Eye... September 14th. September 14th. Yeah. Look at that hair you're grooving with over there. Who, me? Yeah. That's just that. I need to re-dye it. It's, it's getting a little getting a little colorless. So do you do it like different colors as you go through it? No. Like a little pink, a little purple, or... I just do one color, but it just the way that it fades out is weird. Because like if you look up here, well, let me do this. If you look up so here, you got to get to those roots. It's what, yeah. What's your uh, biology hair? My biology uh, hair? hair. The side yeah, of my hair. What were you before you decided to do purple? This color on the side of my head. Okay, so like brownish. Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And his wife's got that nice Secret Labs chair in the background. We both were rocking the Secret Labs chairs. Oh, you got a Secret Labs too? Nice. Heck yeah, dude. They're great. Is that the product of the week? <laughs> <laughs> I got that I got that Vertigear chair. Vertigear. If they sponsored us, dude, that'd be great. Freaking Secret Labs chairs are <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I'd like if we all got a free chair. To, if they want to send me one, because I've got this like red one that I got from Gardner White. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Gardner White. Just a pretty basic office chair. There you go. Yeah, these ones. I think when we bought these, these were. I think mine was six and Amanda's was five fifty. For the chair. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, very nice. It's lovely. So guess what? I forgot to tell you guys this, so I can break it live on this air. Breaking news. We uh, most likely are going to have a guest next week. Yeah. Oh. Who, who we got coming? Hey, don't get too excited. I mean, it's like because people are lined up to get on our show. Good Lord, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Keith Wait, Phillip. Tell from, us who it is. Yeah, it's Brian, Brian Phillip from uh, California. He's a, a, a real estate guru. He's currently with Keller Williams Realty there in Southern Cal. and uh, But he's family guy, loves the show. And I've uh, been talking to him in the background, and it's going to be fun. Get yeah, him on the show. you're gonna love it. Nice. Any relation to Wilson Phillips? It's not Phillips. It's just Phil- uh, close enough, right? That's what I so, would say. Mr. Producer, cue that video for us. This is fantastic. I think. Did you send this to me, Dayton? I did. This is this is great. Let's hear what this guy has to say. Okay, America, that's enough. Just stop piling on Joe Biden, okay? Stop blaming him for everything, okay? Inflation, fine. Maybe it's partly him. Gasoline, prices, fine. Blame him. But you cannot blame him for the baby formula shortage. No, because he drinks Ensure, not Infamil. Okay, America, that's enough. Just. I think you sent me me that one. Okay, it was the other one. I think I mixed them up. I meant to play the other video first. It's okay. But, you know, here we are. So, anywho, it's so funny that the things that are out there, I mean, all I got to say is that guy is spazzing out. I say it because did you hear, Dayton, what the new word on the street is about the word spaz? No. Saying spaz is now a slur, derogatory term towards people who are spastic. Or like hate the 80s? Like what's your problem? Yeah, so Lizzo the other day, she has to change the lyrics to one of her songs uh, over criticism over it's ableism is what? It's criticism over ableism. Oh my God, please tell me you're lying. Please tell me this is the discrimination. I swear to God, the discrimination, according to the definition of ableism, discrimination in favor of able-bodied people. Come on. (sighs) Dude, so with that definition, I'm really confused. Are we getting mad 
because we're discriminating if we favor able-bodied people. This is getting out of control, dude. I'm it really confused is. at what that even means. I, so I had an incident today, this morning. I uh, had to get my cle- teeth cleaned. I had to go to the dentist, right? Yeah, where were you going with that first? You said. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I was like, what did, what did I do? Oh, I went to the dentist office. Get your face kicked in? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wore my uh, Let's Go Brandon shirt out in public, and people are so butthurt about it. And because it's June, June they feel it's okay to fuck you in the ass. It's like, wow. No. <laughs> All right. We're off and running. But anyway. So I start, and, but this is why, this is actually why, you know, uh, I, I've been kind of surly all day. So I start my day off. I drop my daughter off to uh, school and uh, I have to immediately go down the street to the dentist. I walk into the dentist office. I'm just going in for routine cleaning. You know, I, I've actually never had a cavity in my entire life. It's pretty, I'm pretty bland. They go in, they check my teeth, they clean them up, polish them up, and I'm out the door. Dude, I walk in today and they're like, hey, Chris, good morning. Uh, can you check your temperature there and please put a mask on? I go, are you serious? Are you you're for real? And they're like, yeah, yeah, you have to put the mask on. I go, I'm going to put a mask on. I just want to make sure I'm understanding. I'm going to put a mask on and I'm going to walk 10 feet that way and I'm going to take the mask off. And then you're going to play in my mouth for an hour. Is that, and they go, yeah, that's, you know, we we have to follow the policy. Uh, and I go, who's we? I literally said that. I pushed back because I'm tired of this, man. I am exhausted from the stupidity here. And they're like, no, we, yeah, I understand. It's just we're considered a medical building. So uh, we have to follow the guidelines. I'm like, well, who created these guidelines? Who's making these decisions? I'm like, all things being equal. And I literally said this. I swear to God, the look on their face was great. I go, typically when I go to a medical building or something, I expect to be meeting with the really smart people who know how to take care of me and handle the things. I don't like leading in with this stupid nonsense of wearing a mask for 10 feet. So whoever's making these policies isn't making it real fun. It's it's making me nervous that you guys don't actually know what you're doing. And they're like, we understand. I go, okay. So I take the mask and I just, I hold it up. I didn't put it around the ears or nothing. I just, I put a mask like over my face and I walked 10 feet and I go, that's about the dumbest thing that's ever happened to me. You were spazzing out. I was spazzing out, baby. It's like, did you see Biden when he was on the Jimmy Kimmel show? He's wearing his mask backstage. Then the curtains open. Biden comes walking out and he takes it off. What? It's off for show. So It's well, off for show. But why are you taking it off now? Now's the point when you take it off, when you walk in front of a room of people. That is the point when you take off your mask. Why is this stuff still happening? How are we that dumb? It's not like there's an unknown, you know, like, oh, my God, we don't know what's going to happen. Everybody needs to be protected up. We need to, you know, still be cautious. No, COVID-19 is a very known quantity by now. It's two and a half years running. We know what's up. Right. You know how to treat it. You know you're going to get it. Lots of people are vaccinated. What the hell are we doing with these dumbass policies that just make people look idiotic? Right, because it's not that COVID isn't bad. It's just that that's not what prevents COVID from spreading. (laughs) Exactly. And what doesn't present or pre- prevent it from spreading is the fact that I'm walking 10 feet and taking it off. And you're playing in my mouth. If you keep saying that, I'm going to lose it. You're playing in Dude, my mouth. You're playing in my mouth. Man, so let's talk about some other stupid, stupid stuff. Let's go. Why do people get so upset about how according to them according to the committee of they how easy it is to buy a firearm i want to know have they ever tried i doubt have it. they ever went and bought a gun so first let's show this picture from your boy joe burrow here 
My boy. American boy. boy. He's America's boy. American's boy. Super Bowl. Joe Cool. He says, if you're not going to outlaw everything, you've got to at least make it harder to get those crazy guns that everybody is using. I don't think you should be able to just walk in there and buy one. you got to be able to go through a, a rigorous process to buy some something like that. So mm-hmm. first off, you want to make it harder to get those crazy guns. What is a crazy gun? What does a crazy gun do? Are you referring to pistols? Because pistols are responsible for for more deaths in the U.S. than any other no, firearm. He's talking about the AR-15, the assault rifle 15. That's what he's talking about, Chad. The assault rifle 15. Haven't you heard? That's what they all talk about. It's the assault rifle 15. But it, 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 play in my mouth some more. You have that, and then it's so dumb. I don't think you should be able to just walk in there and buy one. You can't. You literally you can't, can't walk into any gun store in America and just buy a gun. You can't be like, hey, I want that. Okay, head over to the checkout counter, sir. That hey, doesn't you know, happen anywhere in the U.S. You know where it happens? It does happen, Chad. How dare you say it doesn't yeah, happen? Illegally. It happens with Pookie. And he's got <laughs> his like armament. And he's going to hook you up, baby. Oh, but he's a criminal illegally selling guns to somebody who's going to do it, you know, use the gun illegally. What legislation do you think is going to magically turn the page there? Yeah, right. What I mean, that's the only spot in America where you can walk in there, whatever there is, and buy a firearm. So I went to go purchase a firearm this past weekend. My man in South Carolina? In the state of South Carolina. You can show up like, hey, new sheriff in town. Daddy needs a new gun. Yeah, and it was a Saturday. And guess what? I just moved here recently. Haven't gone to the DMV yet to get my new license, but I'm in South Carolina and I have a North Carolina license. And they're like, well, hey, now we have to run a background check. South Carolina, pretty, uh, you know, loose state in terms of what they consider gun laws. But they're like, yeah, I need to see a, a South Carolina license. Oh, I don't have a South Carolina license. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we're not going to be able to let you to purchase this firearm for today. Oh, I thought I could just walk in there and purchase one. But Joe Burrow so, said Chris, I could just right. walk in and get it. How come I couldn't just walk out of there with with a crazy gun? I thought I could Did just walk in there and buy one. I didn't. I thought there wasn't a rigorous process, a background check showing valid I, ID in the state that you are in, that you live in that state, and then a background check. To take the license, the ID that you showed them after you input that information into a system, and that background check says, yes, that is his address. That is where he lives. That is who he is. Can you imagine if voting? I thought you didn't have to do any of that. that? (laughs) What if we did that for voting? (laughs) Right. So I have to do that to buy a gun, but I don't have to show ID to vote? This is wild. And who cares about what Joe Burrow has to say when he obviously doesn't know what he's saying. Well, thank God for Joe Burrow. Man, this is the stuff. We need to get this stuff out there. This is the stupidity of America that people literally think you can just go in there, but they don't have any issues about how dumb Joe Biden sounds. Dude, we need to make a video right now. We totally need to make like a TikTok video and call it the mask hokey pokey. You put your mask on, you take your mask off, you play in my mouth. You shake it all around. You shake it all around. You do the mask hokey pokey. Turn yourself around. Joe Burrow, Dayton. Thank Thank God God. for that guy. Thank God for Joe Burrow. I wonder what Joe Burrow has to say about mask and COVID. Can he please enlighten us with his knowledge on that topic too? Yep. I would like to actually see. I wonder if he would like to play in your mouth on Pride Month. Yeah, maybe Jamar Chase. Has something to say about it because you know Joy Behar from The View said that once Black Americans start buying guns, then we'll see the gun laws change. Okay, you crazy old white lady. I've never heard someone racist. more racist in that moment, and she just rolls it off, and, and nobody calls her out on it. I don't get it. How are how does Whoopi Goldberg sit next to her and even let that slide? I don't know, man. 
I think I'm teeing you up, though. You ready? No, so before we get into that, I got to find this link that my brother sent me the other day. Um, oh, never mind. The story's no no longer available. Of course it's not. Imagine that. I forget what it was, but it's literally like, how do you make a – it's just like that. How do you make a statement like that, and why is everyone not screaming racism? How, That's yeah. you literally – I mean – Because everything on. to Whoopi Goldberg is racist except for you know her comments on the Holocaust, you know, whatever. That's neither here nor there. That's uh, crazy. But everything else to that woman is, oh, they're racist. They're racist. But yet the person who sits next to you – just literally said, "Oh, you just wait until the black people start getting guns, and then and then you'll see the laws change." Why? Why is that, Joy? Why do you think that is? Could you elaborate on that, Joy? Could you please tell me more about how that's going to make the laws change? What What are you implying there? I just want to say there was black people in the same store that I was at when I was trying to purchase a firearm, and I don't think anyone cared what the color of their skin were or is if they were looking to purchase a, a firearm. You want to know why, Chris? They have to pass the same background check. They have to um, have the same valid ID that I have. But, Chad, it's to racist to ask them crazy? for an ID. To vote. Haven't you been paying attention? Black people don't know how to get IDs. <laughs> yeah, you're right. If you live in the hood, wherever you are, Georgia, you know, you're Atlanta. just oppressed, and it's apparently for you black to get people in Atlanta. Yeah, black people in Atlanta are are being held back in like voter suppression right. because they're not allowed to get IDs. Why we can't have an ID for it's that? It's harder I mean, for you to get to the same building that I have to get to in order to get an ID. It's insane. That's crazy. We you all go what? to the same place to get an ID, dude. Here's the thing: there's racist people in the world, like hardcore racist but i think people misconfuse things when if you dislike something or i don't like uh an action of another person it's not because of the color of skin it's because of the action that they're taking you know like i don't want i don't understand why that's so hard to understand because if i dislike something from you or i, I get mad at something you say it's not because I'm a white supremacist and I'm trying to hold you down. Yes, it is. Yes. According to, to them, <laughs> that's what it is. So, yes, it is. By the way, before we jump into this, what do you think of the new hat? Dude, so, it's, so it's Arnold June. Palmer wow. inspired, man. It's Arnold yeah. Palmer inspired. Juneteenth, right? Yeah, it's got the T's on the hat and stuff yeah. for a little Great. half, half tea, half lem lemonade. Yeah, I'm wearing the P for Pride, Pride Month. Make it rain, man. <laughs> you gotta make it rain. So here we do are this. We, are you gonna get? Let's do I it. I need you to get mad. I feel like I'm in dodgeball. <laughs> you gotta get mad. Yeah. <laughs> you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball, asshole. Right. Make it rain. All right. Let's let's do it. The weekly rain. First off, I got a little. Uh, my man Chase. I don't know if he's watching. Uh, we were sharing one of these the other night. Victory Sour Monkey. Sour Triple. It's a nice little sour ale. It's pretty good. 9.5% alcohol. So if you're looking to have one Ooh. or two and get knocked out for the night. All the day. Jeez. So here's what's getting me riled up. It's for years. You had both parties for years. Even into the Clinton era. I said it because Clinton was the last Democratic president before all of a sudden, you know, all this woke crud started going on. And it was the same thing with both parties of the government. They both agreed on same-sex marriage. They both agreed on similar gun laws. Uh, they both agreed on same gender identity stuff. Like, they both agreed on how to treat Israel. So there was a lot of those same things going through. JFK, Clinton... Uh, you know, there was no change in those things. And then all of a sudden, Obama rolls around. And there's all this stuff about gender-neutral uh, restrooms. And 
it's like as you see this shift and the crazier that things get, the further that we get from truth, the truth as a country, the crazier things get. And that's all there is to it. When you saw that that stark division in the government, right, between the two parties, where there was now a huge separation, both parties didn't agree with the same things on same-sex sex marriage. Both parties didn't agree with the same things on gender identity. Both parties didn't agree to the same things on Israel. And you start to see this divide, right? The further we get from the truth, the crazier the things get. And it's just it's just going to continue to happen. I mean, there's Joe Biden, you know, is still out there saying that the gas prices have nothing to do with him. And I don't want to beat a dead horse, but come on. Everything is supply and demand. If the U.S. is responsible for, I think it's over 50% of the oil consumption from uh, Saudi Arabia, what do you think is going to happen when you ask them to increase su supply because you have a higher demand? This stuff's crazy. And so I think Joe Biden is so far out there that there's he has a worse rating than Jimmy Carter. How is that possible? Wow. Jimmy Carter is known as the worst president in the United States ever. And it's not even close to the second one. Nothing good happened when Jimmy Carter was in office. No one, no one who was in the Jimmy Carter era would say that he was a good president. Joe Biden's approval ratings are lower. I was watching a video of this girl was asking guys. Uh, and just to make a point about what I think is going on here is she was talking to mainly African-American or black Americans. Because I don't get why they call them African-Americans when if you're from Jamaica, you're not an African-American. You're a black American, right? Or just a black person because this color of your skin is darker than mine. Whatever you want to call it. I hope somebody gets offended right now. But she was asking them at a gas station, said, what do you think of the gas, the gas prices? He's like, oh, I hate it. It's stupid. And this other guy goes, I liked it better when when uh, Trump was in office. So people are starting to recognize and understand. And I'm making a proclamation. You heard it here first. Everyone hates Joe Biden. We know everyone hates Joe Biden. He will not be on the 2024 ticket because you know what's going to happen. The Democrats recognize how stupid that he is, what's going on, and they know that they're going to take that story. They're going to spin it and say, hey, we have somebody better in 2024. And Joe Biden isn't going to be on the ticket. They're going to fill everything with some more lies, and they're going to do their best to get somebody else elected and make them look better than Joe Biden. And God, I hope it's not Kamala Harris because this happened last Friday. I was in downtown Columbia and I am stopped at a red light for 30 minutes because Kamala Harris had to attend a dinner. I don't give a damn where Kamala Harris is. A cop car didn't pass our intersection for 15 minutes because she had already passed by and we were still waiting there. So if you care so much about the people, why are you backing up traffic for 15 blocks in a place where these people just want to get home. No one cares about you that much, believe me, because no one even knows what, what you're doing because all you do is get in front of on the stage and talk about how great space exploration is. And the wheels on the school bus go round and round. It's so beautiful that our kids ride a yellow bus. It's like, dude, the stuff she says is so dumb. That's it. But what do you think about 24? Do you think Biden's going to be on the ticket? I don't think so. I think Joe Biden. They're making a play right now. Right into, uh, you know, Congress back in uh, whatever it was, 1972, 1975. Young, young buck just trying to figure things out. A couple years in, he was like, hey, Jimmy, good job on that presidency, boy. You are uh, – Leading the way for worst president ever. But you know what? Someday, hold my beer. Come on, man. Hold my beer. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm tired of the lies. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> We're all tired of your lies. Joe, 
How are the gas prices looking for you over there in Michigan now? Dude, they're they're like uh, they're bordering up on Snoop Dogg high. <laughs> you know that's how high they're Dang. getting. Yeah, five, about five thirty-five a gallon right about now, as of uh, the recording of this podcast. So that's crazy. Well, we'll talk about that a little more later. I know you have a good topic on that, but let's get into some wholesome story. I found this earlier today. This is awesome. I wish more athletes were like this because I think this is more of a – when you read a story like this, it's a smack in the face to Tyreek Hill. So Tyreek Hill, who was with the Chiefs, won a Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes, who's done amazing things as a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, And Tyreek Hill should be lucky that Patrick Mahomes was on his team and got him the football in some of those situations so he could score a, a touchdown. Uh, and get the contract that he got with the Dolphins. Right. But uh, Tyreek Hill was saying that Patrick Mahomes, he's just, you know, not as good as Tua. He's not as accurate. Can't make some of the throws uh, and stuff like that. And I love Mahomes' comments to him. He's like, you know what? I'm sure Tyreek, he's just, you know, saying that to, you know, help rally with the team. Uh, You know, Tyreek, I love the guy. I still love Love the guy. I love who Tyreek Hill is as a competitor. He's an awesome competitor. I think he's going to do great with the Dolphins. I it just how great is that? This this guy's getting bashed on, saying that a guy that came into the NFL pretty much with him is better than him now, even though Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl. Dude, and he's, and only, he's probably going to win a few more. The only better comment would have been like. Uh, hey, Patrick, uh, did you hear the comments from Tyreek Hill? He said, blah, blah, blah. Who? Yeah. Is, he, is he on our team? Who's on our team? Oh, no, Tyreek Hill. He used to play on your team. Who? <laughs> right, but that, you know, wouldn't have made it a little wholesome story. That would have made it an awesome story. <laughs> that would have been an awesome story. <laughs> we need to change it. We need to have the wholesome story. And just, we have the awesome story. <laughs> I just think, like, how great that Mahomes come out and said, said it's that. classy. I mean, the Real fact of the matter is, in every family, you've got the person who's super classy, and then you've got the douchebag. Then you got Jackson. And you got Jackson. <laughs> and it's so just true. It is what it is. Uh, fortunately for them, Mahomes is the front and center, and he's the, the poster boy of that family. So good for them. But yeah, it, it, it does take a class act. I mean, let's go back on so it and be more serious about it. But yeah. It's tough when somebody says some things that are surprising. I think Mahomes is showing some wisdom here in realizing that I don't think Tyreek was taking a shot at him. He was genuinely probably just starting to say good things about his new team, you know? So, right. You know, but the media can twist that and create a story like this, which then makes it a little bit more salacious. Right. Cause you know, no one, no one likes to listen to the wholesome story. They like to listen to the gossip. The down and dirty gossip. Let's get in. That's gossip sells, man. Yeah, so let's uh by the way, did you hear what I got on Hillary Clinton? Do that other video. Oh no, don't say that. I know. Uh say nice things at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it was a uh what is it called? Like a license plate border, and his license plate said didn't. And then the border on top said Epstein, then on the bottom it said kill himself. So his license plates didn't Epstein didn't kill himself. That's so great. <laughs> That's awesome. legendary. Uh, so cue that other video as we roll into Chris's corner. Let's let's play it. We'll do it live. Do it live. This is the one you said. The liberal to me white man. Look, nobody's coming for your abortions, okay? What we really want is common sense abortion control. That means mandatory background checks with mental health assessments, along with entering a national registry for abortions and paying a $200 tax stamp that could take up to one year on a wait list to receive. We would seek to outlaw assault abortions occurring after the first trimester, along with high-capacity abortions, including twins and triplets. And ultimately, we would like to limit the number of abortions any person can have because nobody needs more than one abortion. This is a message for... Spot on. <laughs> Dude, so 
I'm going to throw in another question here as we start Chris's corner. With that said, if they are all about pro-choice, how come it's not okay to have pro-choice clinics, but it's okay or to have pro-life clinics, but it's okay to have Planned Parenthood clinics where it's not really a choice. It's you get an abortion or, you know, or not. That's a great question. Like what are the resources for somebody who wants, wants to have uh, options? And I think most people would argue that's supposed to be the church or, uh, you know, an orphanage. Uh, You know, if you have the baby, you can put it up for adoption. You know, there's a lot of things that you can do there. So I I don't know. I mean, I think maybe having a more counterpart to planned parenthood would be wise. Right. But it's illegal in states like California. It's illegal. So you can't. Yeah. If you come on, man, like, why is it illegal to hand out literature about being pro-life, but it's not okay at a church for them to hand out literature about abortions? Dude, that's not right. That's just not right. But it is the that's, law. That, that's, that's, well, laws were meant to be broken. <laughs> so, with that being said, <laughs> let's get into the next question here. What do you think? Is, is there room? I was talking about this with a friend of mine the other day. Is there room for homosexuality in the church? Yeah, man, this is a touchy topic, but thanks for choosing to do this in uh, June. Appreciate that. I got you. I know. Uh, my true take on this is the fact that, like, I wish just more people would chill and, and be more like Jesus and stop, you know, trying to control everything. Uh, you got to love people for where they're at because the argument is that it's a sin. Right. And so we can't endorse sin nature and we can't, uh, you know, openly acknowledge the sin. Uh, So it creates a conundrum, though, because some sins are a little bit more um, visible, I guess, Mm. than others. But, uh, you know, God sees all. Right. So if we're going to have a spiritual conversation about it, then we're going to have to one first address that there is a God Two that sin nature, according to God's word, is in conflict with him. He can't uh, or he won't. I don't think God can't do anything. God won't uh, be a party to sin. But we all sin and have fallen short, thus the whole concept of Jesus. Now, interestingly enough, you know, a lot of people are like, well, why would God create the world like that? Or why would he create people and then turn us loose and then, uh, you know, not help us. And I'm like, well, but he did. I saw a very interesting video not too long ago that had a, a great analogy uh, regarding this, that we're all on um, a boat right now. We're all on a sinking boat that's going to hell. Uh, God didn't put us there. We put ourselves there and we're on it. We're on a, uh, a sinking ship. If you want to stay on the ship, you can. But God sent a lifeboat. He sent Jesus. And you can get off if you want, if you want to have a relationship. And so at the end of the day, man, sin is sin. uh, But love is love. And if you want to be with somebody, I just, I'm not, I'm not the arbiter of what sin is and isn't. And, And you can be like, but you understand it, Chris. Don't you understand that that's, in the Bible, and that's what it says. Yeah, it also says that there's a God, and I'm not him. So this is not confusing for me. I'm going to love people like my neighbors and love them like myself, which uh, is what Jesus asked me to do. And what they do, what people do uh, in their relationships, in their life, that's up to them. It really is, in my opinion. No? That's right. We we <laughs> can like, all atone for our sins, right? Nah, I mean, that's what they say. So they also say to put your mask on and walk ten feet, but whatever. <laughs> so the next question I got for you is: Why do you think the story about Brett Kavanaugh, one of the 
uh, most recent Supreme Court justices in the last few years. Why was that story? I feel like about the guy driving across the country to assassinate him was buried in the media. Like no one was talking about this crazy left wing guy. Yeah. Trying to kill a Supreme Court justice. It's uh, I, I really I thought about this actually the other day and I kind of had the same question. You're like, why are you know, because the, the initial question is, had somebody come to kill a liberal justice? Wouldn't you think that it would be all over the news as well? And I'm not sure it would, honestly. And here's why. Because uh, I think that um, they don't want to, the media, for all its faults, still doesn't want to give life or encouragement for that type of behavior. No notoriety. Like, uh, as divisive as they can be, we don't really, really want to, uh, you know, be glorifying in any way or suggesting that that is okay or even talking about how bad it is. Because the thing is, they talk about what's bad all the time. And then they, you know, the people don't care if they think it's bad or not. That's the whole point. That's why they're going to go do whatever. They're in opposition to what's on the media. So I think that's largely the, the reason as to why uh, it was buried. Nice. All right. Well, and hold on. One, oh, one last oh, thing on that. Hold the one phone. last thing. But what's interesting is, uh, even in spite of that, and if that was true, then what they should have done is they should have had a uh, a security detail. They should have passed that law to have the security detail for the justices. Right. Yeah, I believe they did. Right, and it was ten Democrats who voted against it. Correct. So most of them voted in or favor. No, I think it wasn't. It was, it was 22. I thought it was 22 Democrats. Oh, okay. It was 22. Those including the names of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So like, why yeah. are you voting against a bill like this? That's only going to protect the most uh, like worthy of like the highest court in the nation. Why are you voting against protection for them? That's why I can't take those people seriously when they're trying to take away our guns, but they're surrounded by people with guns. It's just, you know, I know hypocrisy reigns supreme in, in Washington, DC, but when it's like blatant like that, like, come on, man. All right. So I got another one for you. I think this will be a good one. How come people argue that companies make too much profit? Like, where does that argument come come from? And it started with Exxon Mobil, who made way less profit, I think, in 2021 than they did in 2020 and 2020. Uh, but, geez, they still made 20, $22 billion. So, I mean, Chris, are these companies just supposed to operate as a nonprofit organization? No, because it's the fine balance between, you know, the public perception that they're um, gouging the situation and those those facts can get easily manipulated i mean again this is statistics so when you're looking at numbers and things like that that's when it can uh, become quite the issue if you will obviously everything costs more right so if the cost of everything is going up well then so is your revenue you know and uh, then you're going to show record profits right because uh, you know, mortgage companies or like you could say I've had record costs this year because uh, everything costs more and I sell whatever widget, you know, or or item. It's it's crazy because it, it doesn't mean that you've had um, a more lucrative year, which would probably be a better way to say that. Because, yeah, the numbers. Yeah. Is a company today more profitable than it was in 1980? Yeah, probably. Because inflation and all the numbers have gotten bigger. I mean, the average house in 1980 was like $23,000. Average house now is like 250000 So everything costs more. So the numbers are bigger. Does that mean that the, the real estate industry is having record profits? I mean, I guess so. But it's also a function of just the overall economy. And ultimately... People make that argument because they just don't understand how the real world works, that the deployment of capital requires skilled leadership uh, 
And uh, that's, you know, that's the other thing is like, are these companies are making too much money. Well, the CEO makes too much money. And it's like, yeah, okay. Well, they're responsible for, I don't know, the livelihoods of tens of thousands of people. They make, you know, people, people can't even decide what they want in their damn coffee. And, uh, hey, it's reflective in their daily life. But everybody wants to play armchair quarterback or armchair CEO right up until people real real decisions need to be made that have real consequences and can affect people. And like, look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden's a perfect example. Literally, there are people who walk around in our country right now who think uh, he's done a great job and inflation isn't his fault. Like, he didn't do it. And so there's only two, two answers there. Yeah, he didn't because he's not in control. Or he did because of his policies. And understanding that that's a big, big role. And you, you carry a lot of weight, a lot of power in that position where you can shut off a pipeline. You can hurt an industry. You can decimate you know, families in America by the stroke of a pen because you, you've tipped everything upside down. And so, yeah, people argue to all the time that companies make too much and the leadership makes too much. It's because they have a lack of understanding. And by the way, as long as capitalism reigns supreme here in the country and you can start your own company, you can compete and you can uh, create your own. I mean, Amazon didn't always exist. Everybody thinks that Amazon is like this com- you know, company that's destroying everybody. Well, yeah, it's only been around for like 25 years, 30 years. It's not like J.P. Morgan. So mm. anyway, that's why I got to say about that. All right. So the last one I got for you here is I saw this on a video the other day. Elon Musk says solar panels can generate more power using the same land mass as a nuclear power plant. Yeah. What do you think about that in the future of solar? Well, I mean, I think he makes some compelling points. Um, I don't know why it has to be an either or. You know, it's not like we have a lack of land here in America. Uh, if you've ever taken a flight over the country and just looked down, I mean, heck, TA lives in the middle of Nebraska. Like, fly over the country, look down. Hey, there's TA. Hey, you know, <laughs> lots of land. And he said, I did see that video. I saw a clip of it. And he was saying that he thinks that the whole United States could be powered with like 200 square kilometers or something like that. I think that's yeah. what it was. 200 kilometers, yeah. Uh, of solar panels, which is a pretty sizable space, but not overwhelming. Not when you look at the the entirety of the entire country. And so maybe he's right. I would uh, be inclined to think that he would probably be correct on something like that. So he would probably have a better idea. Uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, and uh, TA saying 10,000 square foot, square miles. How Well, how big is America, though, in its entirety? That's a good question to know. And then what is the 10,000? What is the percentage of the country, of the landmass, that needs to be uh, taken up to, to generate the power? All the United questions. States is about 3.7. Nine to seven million square miles. Yeah. There you go. So you're talking about fractional. I think is this what is infantis- That's almost the same rate of COVID. Mm. De- death. Right. <laughs> it is 3.8 million square miles. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think. Did solar you know this, is- Chris? The U.S. is bigger than China in terms of square miles. Well, China. Sometimes I just, I just the miss the way he says it. <laughs> China. China. Maybe we should make the solar panels here, though. Not in China. Just saying. Right. Well, dude, that was uh, awesome. I love Chris's Corner. You just good Chris's Corner. Good questions. And they're getting it deep in Prides and Pride Month. Getting it deep, playing in your mouth. I like it. So let's end it with this. This is a great point that you made or a question. And uh, I think it's a good little topic for discussion here. And, you know, the Fed's hiking up rates. Mm -hmm. Gas prices are going gangbusters. 
how do you think that affects or what changes do you think pe- people are making or should make in their habits of life to just live in this? Yeah, interesting question. So I threw it out on our um, my personal Facebook page, uh, just asking people, hey, with all the gas prices going up significantly, have they changed anything like how they drive or where they drive or how much they drive? And uh, surprisingly, the vast majority said, um, <laughs> the vast majority said that they, they haven't changed which I find to be interesting, Chad. Don't you don't you think that that's a little interesting that they have um, that more, most people just are like absorbing that cost. So yeah. they're, at the end of the day, they're able to do less than what they were able to do before, but they got to be cutting from somewhere else because they're not letting it affect their travel per se. Right. You're either cutting yeah. from your savings, my, my Facebook from posts, maybe the food that you eat. Uh, or how far that you drive, right? You have to cut from somewhere. It's going to be coming from somewhere. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where I'm not sure that people have a strong grasp on their finances. Mm. See, right? I think the biggest issue with this is this is the biggest way or one of the biggest ways that they can continue to create a divide in the like socioeconomic ladder or whatever you want to call it because the wealthy gas prices don't affect them they right. still that you know just because gas prices go up they still do the same things they want to do and they're still making money in the portfolio they have they're still making money with their business all that stuff but it's the people in the lower rungs of that ladder that when gas prices go up, they still want to go entertain themselves. They still want to go drive around. But, you know, we have to take that money from somewhere else. Typically, it comes with the finances on on the back end. We can't save as much money. We can't invest as much money. And that is where that divide continues to, to grow. And it's no wonder that the, that gas prices always surge when Democrats are in office, because that's their whole global plan. Right. Yeah, they're trying to equalize with the rest of the world. And uh, it's very apparent now. And hopefully when we go into the next elections, there's been a stark enough contrast to what some people's agendas are. And you take like they say, oh, Trump Republicans. Well, and the whole slogan is make America great. He's very much a nationalist. He is take care of us first. The world's a big place and they need to do their part. Like, we'll, we'll help people, but they need to help themselves too. They're, it's not like you're taking care of children. They're all adults halfway around the world. And then there's the other party that is like, no, we need one global world order and we're going to take over it. And honestly, I just feel like it's just a power thing. One, it's never going to happen. There's never going to be a one world government. I don't believe that there ever will be. You think not China is ever going to go for that? Not in our uh, lifetime, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, you're talking about regulating in South America, Africa, Europe, Asia. Good luck. There's no way. There's no way. So, I don't know, man. I think people change their habits based on what they want to do. But I also think it's an indicator uh, that they don't have a good handle on their finances. And that's what makes me nervous because that's when the shit can hit the fan. Mm. And then people go into freak out mode. Mm. Wise words from a wise man. I appreciate it, man. You're You're the the man, Commander Dayton. Diamond Dayton. Diamond. Get your six, baby. You going diamond yet? No. Now with the gas <laughs> prices, you're not. You got to make sure you get that. that you show the that, virtual that, plan. That ditto order in. Start every month. <laughs> oh, I don't care man. what the gas prices look look like, Chris. You make sure that that ditto clears. It's not the gas prices that are keeping you broke, Chad. The fact that you're not six wide. It's... The, it's uh, you know, the night owls and the restaurants to meet up with your team and all the miles you got to drive. 
Yeah, dude, how's that conversation going now with like, oh, yeah, it's worth it to drive, you know, 12 hours to a conference that is going to keep you up until four in the morning every night. Eating food that you got to pay a lot for because you're not at home. You just pack your lunches, right? That was always my favorite. Hey, you can pack food. Did you want to eat? But hey, we're going to Applebee's. Want to come with us? Yeah. I want to eat good in the neighborhood. Yeah. Right. Let me about? let me bust out my uh, you know, blowny sandwich over there in the cooler while everyone eats better food. Yeah, and the socially awkward of being like, I'm so broke, I can't afford to buy uh, you know, some um riblets from Applebee's. I'm not broke though, Chris. It's just a late gratification. It's just a mental mindset, man. You're not broke. If you're wealthy up here, you're wealthy in life. You got to get those uh, those CDs out, the Obi Garbo, Garbo mixtape. <laughs> Garbo system. The Garbo system. Special <laughs> shout out, man. Dude, what a great show. Uh, Can't I wait for excited. our special guest next Next, next week. week. Brian will be with us. Dude, he's going to bring the heat. It's going to be so good. And it's going to be a very, very uh, strong wealth of information. Because, dude. He's in California. Can't wait to ask him what he's paying for gas. Ooh. Oh, damn. Commander Walls. Under his eye. Blessed day, my man. Blessed be the fruit. Terrible weather we're having here in Michigan. (laughs) Same here. It was just storming for the last, like, two hours. Nice. Thunder and lightning. Maybe three hours. Stay safe. Those southern storms, man, they can get a little wild. Little Dixie yeah. chicks. Well, no one's out driving because gas is so high, so they should be safe at home. There it is. Until next week. Commander. Commander. Peace be with you. And also with you. Shalom, shalom. <laughs>